Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Build a Brand, and this is a strange early recording for us. As always, I am Corey, though. I am Eric, though. <laughs> and this is, I think I already mentioned, this is Build a Brand. This is where Eric and I pitch to one another business plans, products, services, etc., based off of already established brands and products. It's mostly pop culture. Trying to come up with yeah. uh, money-making schemes for these poor poverty-stricken businesses and uh, franchises. You don't get to be champion of business without busting a few heads first. I don't think that's the direction I was pl planning it's, to take at the outset there. It's not <laughs> incorrect. <laughs> I mean, yeah, true, but <laughs> yeah, we're sticking with that. You gotta bust some, you gotta break a few metaphorical and literal omelets. Mm -hmm. That's not saying... <laughs> <laughs> can't Ooh, coming in fresh this morning can't bake an omelet without yep. breaking a few omelets all right <laughs> have you tried my new denny's mega omelet you know i named it after denny's it's an inspiration i can already feel the morning vibe of this by us talking about <laughs> eggs and breakfast I feel like you oh. do that normally with your strained and terrible metaphors and <laughs> <laughs> You know, since we don't normally have this opportunity, uh, what are your plans for the day? Do you got anything going on? Well, at some point today, I have to put on pants, and then I have a bunch of running around to do. I am. Hoping. I have. Oh, oh no! <laughs> you off there. I was. I was jumping in to say that. Yeah, the putting on pants is the funny bit. Everything else is is just like real grown up errands. Yeah, yeah. I also have to put on pants. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, other than that, I'm planning on buying some binders because I'm exciting. And <laughs> I need to, I'm into it. I really need to get more organization in my life. I have so much papers and just random loose shit. So trying to get that reined in at least a little bit. Get some binders, get some paper tabs. You're well on your way. Yeah, yeah. I need those slip sheets for papers. Anyways, let's get to the <laughs> part that anyone would give a shit about as opposed no, to no tell me more about the slip sheets Corey. I, <laughs> me and the viewers both need to know viewers okay so <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go first i'm gonna jump right in first before i talk about this simply because it's a, a relatively newer thing and i don't know how popular it is in the whole zeitgeist but have you heard of the movie guns akimbo Oh, I've heard of the movie. That's a Daniel Radcliffe one, yeah. right? Is yeah, that his name? Yeah, he's... <laughs> is that what the kids are calling it these days? He's uh, Daniel Radcliffing? He's, he's forced to participate in an online murder show. Essentially, two people have to hunt each other down. The loser dies, obviously, and the winner goes on. Uh, vague prizes. It's broadcast online by a criminal organization called Schism, and it's watched by millions of people the world over. It's taking the entertainment world and crime world by storm. It's I watched a little while ago. Uh, it's pretty good. Um, it's, you know, it's exactly what you expect from it. If you watch the trailer, you're just like, this seems about right. Okay. So my idea, starting from that potentially problematic area, I just need to start by saying this isn't going to involve any murder. This might involve minor crime. But the thing about well, murder, and the only reason I'm standing... Hey, hmm? we just need to clarify some minor crime here. Mm -hmm. Is this crime against people who are underage? Is this crime no. of a minimal nature? Is Min this crime against people who 
dig up coal. Minimal nature. Okay. Maybe the coal. That was a minimal, minimal coal-based crime. Yeah, yeah. So the reason murder is also not on the table is because it's less profitable outside of, you know, like war and law enforcement and stuff. I'm just a simple businessman. I'm, I'm not a country <laughs> or politician, government official, anything like that. Not, I'm, or, or even really just a powerful businessman. But we got to leave the murder into them. Yeah, for the big wigs. We're, we're small wigs right now. So <laughs> I'm just an entrepreneur. <laughs> So my wig barely goes past my ears. Oh, just the smallest of wigs. Uh, so, <laughs> so essentially, it would be the same premise in terms of uh, uh, all of this being recorded and broadcast online. They had like uh, camera drones and the whole a nice tight media ship. You know what I mean? And yeah, I'm, I'm following. Players would be volunteers, which may or may not be what happens normally in the movie, but I'm not really sure. These volunteers are then chosen randomly more than likely within the same area. And they have to hunt each other down with either a uh, off-brand Nerf set of weapons or a laser tag set of weapons. They Each each hunter would get a certain amount of uh, hit points, and maybe, maybe even cash to buy better weapons by performing uh, random tasks told to, told to them from the audience, kind of like in Hunger Games. You know how they get like the... Um, the, the, the people that will send them stuff because they enjoy their performance or they want them to win. And, okay, um, yeah. Yeah, so it'd be, uh, it would be, I feel like most of the time, if not all of the time, it would be one-on-one, but maybe get a little uh, pseudo-gang war type thing. And once you are out, if you continue, say, like, shooting or something, all of the stuff would be tracked as best they could. But let's say you're knocked out and you shoot someone, that no longer counts. Okay, I'm getting kind of a Hunger Games-esque vibe from this as well, just sort of that arena combat, but more like, yeah, like one-on-one, being filmed as best they can and being tracked as best they can. Yeah. Are, you t- are, are we talking urban environments? Are we talking forest environments? Are we talking other environments? I would say, like, it depends on the, who the uh, who the participants are. Like, let's say it was myself and somebody else. Me! <laughs> That would be a province-wide manhunt. And, like, <laughs> and so I'd probably figure uh, same same city, if uh, if it's a smaller town, maybe town and neighboring town type distance. Town and county kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's say county. That's probably the best. Uh, other than, like, large metropolitan areas. Uh, your Edmontons, your, 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 your uh, Calgary's, uh, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> Major cities that everyone is very familiar with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I said that sarcastically, but they are major cities that at least most people are familiar with. I I would argue on the most part, but they're the two cities that come to mind because they are where we are located. By God, they're Berta cities. Mm-hmm, those, oh, man. Sorry. <laughs> Just hearing Berta, I'm immediately made sad. Anyways... Ideally, uh, in terms of when the game's being played, ideally they'd get some sort of autonomy, you know, make it a little bit loose, but uh, hence the minor crime type thing, you know, going into places you're not supposed to be if the if the fight takes you there, that sort of thing. Pocketing some coal on your way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to allow petty theft. Uh, so. Only of coal. Uh, I do. Uh, yeah, only coal. I, I do need to stress again, like, I'd be very understanding if the autonomy was extremely limited, simply because I'm a simple businessman with no power. 
So we're the dreamers, Corey. Well, that's what we are. We're the the idea people, the uh, the moon shooters. I will say it, it, one thing in the in terms of having, say, the more urban area with the camera stuff. They could be from traffic cams. They could be the drones I mentioned before. The drones in the in the movie seem to be used with very great effectiveness, and I'd have to say they would need to be with you know the whole it being a movie and being filmed with drones. So <laughs> <laughs> trailed off explaining something that I think most people would already understand. Anyways. Yeah, that's a, it's, it's a fairly straightforward pitch. It's pretty quick to the point. I think it would right. be, I would watch the hell out of this guns akimbo, but with uh non-lethal guns akimbo is basically what your it was is exactly. Sort of pitch. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just synced it up to uh, make it the elevator door pitch, so to speak, which is not a thing. There might be an actual term for it. How do you get your foot through the elevator? I think it's just elevator pitch. I do like a good duel. You love yourself a blood sport. I do love myself a blood sport and I do love myself a duel. Mm. And non-lethal means repeatability, means mm. uh, less oversight. And as a uh, captain of industry... Less oversight is always better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, uh, I, one thing. One thing I should mention. Obviously, this isn't just just for fun. With it being televised, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and money needs to be spent, and people need to have a reason to do this other than just internet fame. So there, you know, there'd be a prize. The longer that you last, like let's say, let's say you're fighting somebody up in Edmonton, you win. You gain a prize. That prize increases with each win that you get. Okay. Yeah. So this is, and this is a volunteer thing. We're not like yeah, roping yeah. people in. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not not a, a Hunger Games district by district no, selection no. process. And it won't be. It won't be like in Guns Akimbo where Daniel Radcliffe's guns are bolted to his hands. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't know that was a thing in the movie. Yeah, he <laughs> he goes on the oh, wow. This I, this isn't a spoiler. It's really the setup. He goes onto the forums of the website and starts trolling the trolls. And uh, the website doesn't appreciate this. Find him at his house and uh, attach guns to his hands. It's a bold strategy for a forum moderator, mm-hmm. but I have to give them credit. It's innovative. Yeah, right. It if you got us, if you you know what, that's what. <laughs> Because that's what this world needs, more innovative, industrious criminals who want media empires. Who also moderate forums. Yeah, yeah. Full-on business, except also murders. Yeah, so I think we can both agree mm-hmm. that's the sort of crime that we want to see. Mm-hmm. So, any questions or any any yeses or nos? I mean, this seems pretty straight up and down. Like, I could see this being a good Twitch channel mm-hmm. of uh, volunteers, of people dueling. I think you'd have a wide pool of volunteers, people such as myself. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, I want to be the first. Will you let me be the first in your project? On one condition. What's the condition? Will you fund this project? <laughs> Basically, do you want to buy in? <laughs> you son of a bitch, you got me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Count your project funded. I'm opening up my wallet right now, and oh, there goes a little moth. What a bit of a cartoon! <laughs> but also, out comes a wad of cash, untouched by moths, because I have all my money sprayed in anti-moth spray. Which brings me to my proposal, which has nothing to do with anti-moth spray. <laughs> all right, Corey. 
What is the one thing that every moth... No, it's nothing to do with moths. <laughs> Corey, when was the last time you were in an ice cream parlor? <sighs> do yogurt stores count? Uh, they're, they're ice like cream adjacent. Froyo. 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 Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two years ago, I think. And Corey, why would you say you haven't been in one since? I don't often... I'm Well, I'm lactose intolerant, so that makes it harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that... Fair. Okay. That's a very... <laughs> It's a very fair reason not to go into ice cream stores particularly often. Look, I want you to know these words that I live by in terms of lactose intolerance. Live a little, shit a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I live a little. <laughs> oh, that, is, that is a killer, killer line. Mercy. Um, what I'm, for those of you out there who haven't been to an ice cream parlor in a while, and maybe you feel like they're just for kids and you need something a little, with a little bit more edge, a little bit more raw power in it. What I'm pitching today is stone cold slabs. That's right, Corey. I'm pitching a, uh, I'm pitching today a Steve Austin ice cream parlor. Oh, okay. <laughs> Does anyone have a cold cream for Steve Austin? Oh, I don't, I don't like that phrasing, but go on. <laughs> it is the best I could do on short, ill-prepared notice for a quote. Turns out not a lot of Steve Austin quotes translate well into ice cream parlor taglines. That's the bottom line, as far as I can tell. That is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, getting into ice cream flavor bottom line. Beer? Uh, <laughs> obviously, you have a beer-flavored ice cream. That's mm-hmm. just straight out of the gate. You have your choice of toppings, which is mostly beer. Mm-hmm. But we've got some fun flavors. We've Listen. got some fun flavors for you here. Yeah, and they're yeah, yeah. all based based on finishing moves. Okay. We've got the moon, Moonlight Drive Double Fudge. The Tombstone Pile Driver Pistachio. The Go to Sleep Strawberry Swirl. The famous or apple cinnamon, sweet chin music mint chip, pop up power bomb pina colada, the crossface cookie dough, and the stunner stracciatella. Whoa, let's try Whoa. that again. <laughs> the stunner stracciatella. What is stracciatella? Um, it's like I think if I'm remembering it correctly, it's sort of like um. Um, vanilla or just like a simple cream flavor, but it's got like sort of chunks of cookie dough. It's like a okay. A, it's like Italian cookies and cream. Ah, uh, ooh, that sounds nice. Yeah, sounds fancy. Oh, it's quite lovely. Nice and your topping options are biscotti, beer, nuts, sweat, um, <laughs> sweat, barbecue sauce, <laughs> barbecue sauce. Sorry. <laughs> Powerful flavors, yeah. powerful tastes. <laughs> yeah, so I think <laughs> that's that's basically straight up and down what I've got for you. I've got Stone Cold Slabs, a ice cream parlor for those of you out there who want something that's a little bit more rough, a little bit more real, a little bit more relatable, and a little bit more delicious. I, I will say this doesn't exactly fall into what I would consider to be Stone Cold's demographic. I'm not, I like Stone Cold. I used to watch wrestling. You seem to still watch wrestling. <laughs> By naming all the, all these moves and things that I'm just like, I, like, yeah, sure. That sounds like wrestling. 
<laughs> <laughs> they sound wrestling-ish. That sounds wrestling. Um, I do a very good job at pretending to watch wrestling, Corey. Uh, not his usual demographic, but you know, St- Steve Austin in his later years has moved away from stuff. He's given up drinking beer and he's uh, taken up ice cream parlors, which is ironic because he gave up drinking beer for a healthier lifestyle, as I understand. <laughs> so making the switch to uh, running ice cream parlors is a bit, might be a bit off brand, but you know, keeps him guessing. We all like to keep him guessing, Corey. I, I, mm, I, I gotta say, like, I want. <laughs> what do you want? Are yeah. there flavors we're missing? I want more of a sell. Something like it just seems, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with Stone Cold. I like ice cream, even though it doesn't like me. What, what makes this particularly special, other than it just happens to be owned? Well, the, actually, no, the beer and the barbecue sauce, but. Hmm. The beer and the barbecue sauce are toppings you are not, and beer nuts, let's not forget the beer nuts, Ugh. are toppings you're not going to find at any other run-of-the-mill ice cream store. You want marshmallows? Forget about it. Here's a beer. <laughs> Sorry, I was expecting you to go a lot more salty with that. You want marshmallows? <laughs> Fuck yourself. <laughs> you want sprinkles? Go straight to hell. Hmm. You want... Pecans, oh. we can maybe make that happen. That's not adjacent. I feel like pecans would be accepted. I, I think, okay, Um. so these parlors, they, I'm assuming he's going for a chain. He's not going for, like, an exclusive, like, this is the New York fucking fancy pants. Uh, this is the only one in existence. So this is a chain, you're saying, yeah? Excuse me, Corey. Mm-hmm. Does Stone Cold Steve Austin strike you as a foodie? As a food truck operating hippie millennial, I don't think so. He strikes me about as uh, elite as a cheesecake factory. Um, (laughs) He's of the people. Um, He's of the people. He's for the people. He's not going to restrict you to one fancy pants ice cream parlor in the middle of a, a rich city. No. Now what he's gonna be on every block. What do these places look like? Because I have a I have a picture in mind, and if it's if it's close to what you're thinking, then I I can see that this would be something worth uh, worth funding. I'm holding your feet to the fire in this one because something about this just it's really missing something to me. And I'll take it because what you walk in, mm-hmm. you're gonna get some concrete. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get some steel. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get some rough material. Nothing. Nothing soft or bright or pleasant looking. This is rough. This is dirty. This is real. This is stained concrete. <laughs> this is a beer-soaked hardwood floor. Now, I want you to know, my the image I had in my mind, my expectations of what this place would look like, based on Stone Cold Steve Austin, you have hit zero nails on the head. You- <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, is this going to be our first non-funded one? Are what you... do I have to do to bring you around? Well, okay, here, here's my suggestion. And let me, if, if I need you to be honest, I'm not even okay. talking about in the show. I need you to, I need you to be honest for once in your goddamn life. I mean, I'll <laughs> give it a try. Now I'm picturing, because it's Stone Cold Steve Austin, redneck man of the people, that this ice cream parlor would essentially be made to look more like a saloon, except it's still very clearly an ice cream parlor. Lots of wood. It would have those saloon doors, those swinging things. You know what I mean? I see what you're saying, Corey. Mm-hmm. I like the visual. 
I don't think it's a fit for the brand. What I need you to picture, what I need you to get on board with me mm-hmm. is picture drinking a couple cold ones in the garage with your pals while you're working on a car. Okay. Picture that. Yeah. You got your metal racks. What would what else would be good <laughs> in a nice You got hot, your metal racks. You got your metal racks, yeah. you got your car parts scattered over there. Swear to God, Corey, I have been inside of a garage before in my lifetime. Yeah. You've got your concrete floor with the oil stains on it. You're cracking up in some cold ones. You're taking a break. You know what'll make that beer go down so much smoother? <laughs> some sweet cream, Corey. Some sweet ice cream. Now I'm sure that the listeners can totally picture me in a garage working on a car and being competent. Uh, so competent at what I'm doing. Pass me the wrench, Corey. You got it, bud. <laughs> I, I, you're having trouble getting behind the garage, the Steve Austin. I really, really car. am. <laughs> yeah, I can feel this one flagging. <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, look, okay, I'm going to give you one more shot. You need to hit one genuine selling point that would make me want to actually like what would make this work Corey mm-hmm. I'm going to appeal to your heart this time okay now I'm not saying I do have kids but I could have kids I... and they could have mouths that need feeding yeah Corey if you don't invest in this business think of the kids that you're letting waste away to nothing <laughs> Corey I need your funding I desperately need your funding so let, let me get this straight so I can so my hypothetical children won't go to bed crying at night, wondering why they can't have ice cream with their pals, Stone Cold Steve Austin. So, no, wait, wait. You, Corey, why would you do this to my non-children? Your business proposal is, Corey. is an idea that doesn't appeal to me. So instead, you're just like, please let this business happen, or else my non-children might die. Corey, why would you put your boot on the neck of my children who aren't there, who likely never will be. Why would you put your boot on their invisible necks and make them cry out? Corey, no. I was genuinely Corey, hoping. Corey, why? Corey, please. Shut up for Let one goddamn second. Austin ice cream. I was expecting you to have at least one business appeal, and I'm sorry, but this is the cold-hearted world of business, and Eric, you know what? I am not funding this terrible idea. Damn it, I've got to throw those invisible children in the fire, just like all the other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have your funding this time, and Corey, that breaks my damn heart. Mm. Breaks their hearts. Breaks everybody's hearts. I bet it would break Steve Austin's heart. <laughs> I don't think he'd the funding give a shit. Was, the, the funding was mostly just to get me in the room with him to pitch it to him as well. How's it, how's it taste, Corey? It tastes delicious. On that somber note... this has been another episode of build a brand if you want to find more from me you can find me on instagram at uh, keekshanary radio g-e-e-k-t-i-o-n-a-r-y radio uh eric what's even the point (laughs) well as always i just seriously, not want to plug anything. <laughs> you can find me on Facebook at. You can find me on my Tumblr at. <laughs> Crushed Heart Dreams. XOXO6969. All right. As always, I have been Corey.
And I have been ruined. And this has been Build-A-Brand. Business. Business.